I never thought I would be in front of people and being in church with them. I never thought I would be a salesperson. And here I am. Hey, what's going on? You're listening to the Live Leaderly Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Alba. Here on the show, we invite guests from all walks to share their stories about leadership, which just become stories about life. I ask that with the people in your life, please tell your story, listen to theirs, but in the meantime, we'll do it together here on the Live Leaderly Podcast. And joining us on today's show, he's a territory sales manager at Loman and Rauscher, Walter Prado. Walter, welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, it's going great. Thanks. Glad to have you on. And you're calling from uh, where again? I'm in Houston, Texas. In Houston. Okay. So right, right down the road. All right. Well, Walter, if you wouldn't mind, could you share a little bit about your background, please? Well, absolutely. Uh, my name is Walter Prado, like you said, born in Puerto Rico and came to the United States around uh, 1982, sorry. Did all my grade school in Puerto Rico and then came to high school in a little town called Spring, Texas, north of here. Attended University of Houston and uh, Rice University. I enlisted in the Navy just after high school in 1986. Uh, and I was fortunate to have a, a chance to attend uh, one of the Navy prep schools they call Boost, uh, which has brought an opportunity for officer selection and training. And upon completion of that, I got a four-year scholarship to attend college under a Navy Rutgers scholarship. After graduating from college, uh, I'd be a commissioner of finance in the United States Navy, and I spent uh, close to five to six years as a surface warfare officer. Uh, I was an engineering, uh, in engineering, propulsion engineering on board a uh, United States aircraft carrier, the USS Constellation. Left the Navy, uh, went to work for a company called Texas Instruments in Plano, Texas for the defense systems uh, engineering group, building equipment and things for the military. I spent about three years there and I thought I wanted to get some uh, sales experience out of uh, the engineering world. So I um, got into the pharmaceutical industry in 1998. Uh, that took me to El Paso, Texas uh, from our first uh, assignment. And I've been in the medical, pharmaceutical and medical devices industry since then. Uh, and then I also, Try my hand at being a uh, financial advisor and slash stockbroker in the middle there. But uh, most of my career has been in the industry where I've been, you know, helping physicians and staff with the care of patients. And that's where I'm at today. You've had a, a wide range of, of different kind of positions and, and locations that you've been in. Sure, a lot of great experiences along the way. Uh, Absolutely. And then you're, you're currently working in, in medical and healthcare. What's most rewarding, I guess, about working in healthcare for you? Yeah, the most rewarding, I, I, know, I don't mean to sound cliche, but it's when you hear that the patients uh, that are benefiting from your products that you're selling and the services uh, take a turn and, and improve their condition. So I think that's the most rewarding thing when I hear that from the medical staff that I work with. Those are the, uh, the good days when you hear that somebody's really turned around and they're feeling better about themselves and about their condition. So it's great. No, that's, that's awesome. And, and so if you could look back over the years, uh, what, what kinds of lessons about leadership are you able to reflect on uh, given all the experiences that you've had? Well, uh, definitely as a, as a young person, for me uh, as, uh, in high school, as a person uh, struggling to learn the, the language and learning English and you know had that added challenge uh, to kind of feel like I was fitting in or that I was part of, the, of everyone else, you know, definitely was a person that listened a lot and uh, was very observant of everything and tried hard, you know, try your best at whatever you're doing. 
even though you try to do the best you can, uh, sometimes you do fall on the wayside for whatever reason and challenges come to you. So it really humbles you again and then makes you reconsider what you're doing and doing that. So, you know, I, I become, you know, more aware of the situation of what's out there since I was an ensign or a student back in the day. And now you tend to, uh, you know, you made a lot of mistakes. You tend to be careful about what things you decide to do now at this age. Do not put your situation in which you've been before. So you, you learn from experience. I've learned to also uh, deal better with stress. You know, back in the day, there's so many unknown uh, variables. But as the days go by and the next morning comes and you look at the day before, you start thinking, well, you know, that was that was kind of difficult to deal with or go through the day before, but it wasn't as bad. And and then you, you start telling yourself at this age where, or even if things are bad today, they, they're not so bad and tomorrow... You know, once the sun rises again, then different perspectives. So a perspective is another thing that you learn to have when you get older uh, and, and deal with some people. So perspective and learning experiences and not making the same mistakes. And then being a team player, just listening to what's going around you. We all want or have that selfish uh, needs to succeed and to be thought of a good person or be looked at perhaps as being successful, especially uh, you know, in the eyes of your peers, but you also have to, uh, you know, uh, give a lot of things to make sure that whatever you're doing uh, with your team in, in, at the workplace, and again, the team that you are part of out in the work in the in the work space out there with your customers, that they also feel like you value add. So um, there's a lot to do there. So hopefully, I answer the question there with the perspective and learning from experiences and and being more mindful about decisions I make. Yeah, uh, learning learning from experiences, like you said, I I think for a lot of people that jump into those experiences, uh, especially if it's a leadership position for the first time, is a little bit daunting, or, or that's what makes people hesitate. So, do you have any advice for someone who is hesitant to to strive for you know a, a leadership, a management, a supervisory kind of role? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I don't. I never see myself as any different than anyone else, or less capable or more capable. You know, having to be in charge or, or leading people or being in charge of, of, uh, of a situation, I've always looked at it as being an opportunity to, you know, be, uh, you know, set myself apart or, or do something different. You know, I always thought that I was capable. I never thought that it would be hard per se, but, um, you know, that comes with the territory and whatever you have to do. But yeah, there were times where I was, you know, maybe a little apprehensive. I didn't want to raise my hand or, or take responsibility. But every time that I have uh, raised my hand or volunteer or have been made uh, by force to, you know, be in charge of something, uh, I've always been able to just take a step back and, and look at all the positives and try to, you know, make the best of it. So, and every time I've done that, I've learned uh, so much about myself and about, you know, other people. Uh, when you open yourself up like that, you know, you learn so much about other people that work with you or along with you in those living positions where it makes you a better person, makes you a stronger team person and, uh, and, and, and even in that environment, one of, the, one of the things that you do when you are given the opportunity to to be in front of people and manage them and lead them is to make sure that they have no obstacles and they are, you know, have everything they need, uh, you know, mental-wise and happy-wise and equipment-wise and training-wise. So all that good stuff has to be along there. So you, 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 uh, you have to be less selfish for yourself and then spend more time trying to make sure that you are looking after others. Uh, a lot of times you hear people saying that, you know, we're babysitting or doing like that, uh, which is, you know, a sad way of putting it. It's kind of funny when you hear it, but 
a lot of times you encounter many things that are, you know, make you go, oh, you know, what is, what is this person doing? Why are they doing this? But you, you again, you learn from that and then it makes your, your, your resilience more <laughs> stronger, I guess. I would say that, you know, do not hesitate. Take every opportunity you have, especially if you're given the opportunity to lead. Seek those opportunities. They'll make you grow uh, more as a person. They'll make you grow quicker. You know, you'll you learn uh, different perspectives. Seek those opportunities. Keep a positive attitude. Here at Leader We, we have this theme. Leadership is more than just a position, more than just a title as a manager, as a supervisor. It's It's more of a mindset. You, you having that positive impact on the people around you that you've gotten to know. And so throughout your career, I'm sure you've had interacted and, and been around leaders of, of all different types. If you could think about the, the most impactful ones to you, how, how do you think they, they lived a life leaderly? Oh, wow. I, again, I've been fortunate to be around you know, so many people and the different career paths that I've had. And I think the people, I mean, I think about the military, you know, from being in boot camp and then, you know, working operationally on a Navy ship. And, you know, by the fact that you look at the people that are in charge, uh, like, you know, your company commander in boot camp or uh, school leads uh, when you're in school or the commanding officer of the ship or the people that are in charge of the department. And the people that you see more, uh, that make themselves available, the people that are, usually uh, asking you questions and learning about you and about your the people that are working with you and, you know, have a vested interest. Uh, and, and it shows uh, what they're trying to learn from you also because I, I'm, I'm leading some people, but the people that are above me are, are leading a lot more people. So, yeah, I've had some great examples from, you know, Navy captains uh, of ships where, you know, they've been fair, they, they communicate well, uh, they, they keep people informed of what's going on and also reward people for, for good work. You know, they smile, they make themselves available, they get around, they get to know their people at all levels. You know, these are the people that, that you start, you know, looking at and, and looking up to. You know, you can't help it but, but to just, you know, admire those people in, in many ways. So, yeah, those are the good qualities that I like, uh, just people that are concerned for the, for the people, not only for the job that they're doing, but also for what these people are doing in their life and, you know, how their family is doing and, it's not easy to keep track of, you know, many, you know, hundreds of people and there are the details, but I think the good people that I've admired, the ones that, that do a good job at that, and they can remember not only that you are uh, a wrench turner or you're pressing buttons or turning valves in engineering space, but they remember that you are getting ready for your next uh, exam so you can promote. Uh, they know you have a baby and they know you're from Wichita, Kansas. Uh, so these are the people that I that I really admire. Those sort of little things that make a difference when I looked at, it. and that's what I try to instill, you know, in my ways. When when I when I'm around people, uh, even if I'm in charge of a large group or or the people that I uh, serve in sales, I mean, that rapport that you build with people, regardless if you're in charge or not in charge. I mean, you're always in charge of something. You're in charge of you, and you're in charge of responsibilities for selling or for or for making something in an environment where you're manufacturing or for, you know, serving somebody uh, over the phone or whatever, you know, there's always that connection that you have to make with people that are across from you or that you're, that you're dealing with. And I think that's one of the fundamental definitions of being a leader or, or, or being looked as a leader or leading is just to make sure that you are, you know, not only being a good person and being open and being the best you can be for yourself and for others, but, see what you can do uh, for others by listening and by reacting and by executing and making those people feel comfortable with you. 
it's always great to have a leader that cares about you as Darren or cares about you as Walter, right? You're not just the wrench turner. You're not just making a spreadsheet or a document. It makes a difference. Yeah. You're, you're someone who matters to them. So I, I think that's underrated is people that smile, that exude that positivity. They want to have that positive impact on you um, beyond beyond just the work. Uh, on, on that, you, you mentioned some about self-development and making yourself as, as good as possible, right? And so for, for Walter's recipe for self-development, what, what do you do throughout the, the week or day to, to try and make yourself better and make yourself a better person and leader? Absolutely. Uh, you, you have to just uh, keep yourself hungry for knowledge, I think. I'm, I'm not the most voracious reader, but if I can find you know, books on topics, um, people may call it self-help or whatever they call it, but any, any, any topics where you are interested in for whatever reason, I mean, continue reading, seek those things. I mean, it's so, so easy now, not only bookstores, but online, there's so much to do. And, and, you know, apps like, um, like this app, literally, I mean, there's so much that you can uh, seek out there to uh, improve your knowledge in, in many topics and avenues. Uh, it's just continued learning, continued reading about things that are going to uh, make you open your eyes and motivate you and help you to help you to think about things in a different way and try things in a different manner. I mean, uh, but I think that's the thing that, I, that I've done throughout my career, uh, opening the books, reading, learning, trying to, you know, pick one or two things out of the many things that you may be able to read in one book only because you can't do everything. You can't just change yourself, you know, from one day to the other, but you can, you know, take uh, something that resonates with you and something that has opened your eyes and try to then uh, start employing that in your daily life and see how that works for you. Uh, so I think that's the thing that I do. I mean, I'm constantly with my iPad or my computer reading and I, I like watching shows on TV, uh, but I, I'd rather watch the ones that are, you know, feel information with uh, documentaries and, you know, seeing things that are appealing to me so I can learn a new skill or learn a new way of being or, you know, deal better with uh, the stresses of life and things like that, making me feel better. Always try to be positive. Always try to be optimistic about things. That's more of the side that I try to stay on. So those are the kind of things that I seek. Yeah, just uh, living a lifetime of, of, of learning, you know, being curious about the world around right. you and there you go. If you, you see something that's that's new, you know, try and learn more about it and uh, and try and incorporate new skills and you know ideas into your life. Sure, we can do it all, but you know, you gotta keep chopping away at it and uh, you know pick something up, pick another thing up, and just do it slowly. All right. Well, we're close to wrapping up, Walter, but I'll, I'll throw it back over to you if you have any any closing thoughts about leadership or life that that you want to share. Well, uh, the topic of leadership is such a white topic, but it doesn't have to be daunting. I never thought of myself as, uh, you know, growing up and being shy and being, you know, the quiet one for the most part. You just have to take that step forward and continue, uh, you know, believing in yourself and being confident about life. There's times where, you know, it's great to just be, you know, by yourself and doing things on your own uh, for your own good and your own development and success. But, other, you know, there's times where you have to step up or step in or, joining that uh, effort and that team and that uh, situation in which you are going to be looked at as being the person who's uh, the person with the answers and the person with the responsibility and the mission, uh, and, and it'll make you grow. Uh, don't be shy to step forward and seek position of responsibility. It's made me grow quite a bit. And again, I, I never thought I would be in front of people and being in charge of them. I never thought I would be a salesperson. That ever thought I would be a, a good person telling and teaching people or trying to get people to buy something. 
and and here I am. So you can't sell yourself short. You got to just continue living life, seeking opportunities. And the more opportunities you seek, then the situations will come where you have a opportunity to in a team or being in front of people and uh, you being the person that's going to, you know, at that point in time for you and those people, you're going to be the one that's going to be uh, in charge and uh, telling them what to do and telling them when things are not so good uh, and, and becoming humble and becoming a team and learning uh, the lives of those people and having a good time taking a team forward. All right. Well, thanks so much, Walter. Thank you for coming on the show and sharing your story and your lessons from over the years. Our guest today, Walter Prado. And for all those out there listening, this has been the Live Leaderly Podcast.